Hi, I'm Monique Scripp, a leadership coach, and you are listening to the Fierce Identity Podcast, a podcast about how to be confident in who you are, how to uncover your personal roadblocks to get out of your own way so you can make a kingdom impact. I'm funny, lighthearted, and say it like it is. So sit back and enjoy our honest conversation. Hello, hello. So I am recording this today on for my YouTube and for my podcast. So if you are listening, I just wanted to say thank you. Thanks for um, hopping on. I feel like the message today is something that is going to be very, very valuable. If you are someone who is in leadership, whether that's your family, you could be leading your family or you could be leading a team, you could be in network marketing, leading your downline, you could be a business owner, manager, whoever. If you are someone that you have people following you for whatever reason, you have got to listen to what I have to say today because this is really important. So I work with a lot of people and coaching them and training them and all those things. And so something, you know, I start to observe, I take surveys and I also observe certain things so that I can share more helpful information of, hey, this is a problem area I'm noticing for a lot of people and here's a simple solution. So today I want to share with you two of the most common things that come up with leadership and the two areas that people, when they are struggling to lead, here are the two biggest mistakes that come up. Okay, you guys ready? So number one, the very first thing that comes up is they don't adhere to the 80-20 rule. So if you're familiar with the 80-20 rule, it is 20% of your people are going to do 80% of the work. Okay, let that sink in. 20% of the people are going to do 80% of the work. So what happens is you have 80% of the people that are just there, they show up, they, you know, they're friendly, they, you know, like to hear what you have to say, whatever it is, they're there, but they may not be your producers. They may not be the people who are hustling, who are getting the vision, who are, you know, the ones that are leading, they're just there, okay? So what happens is, as leaders, sometimes people who are leading teams, groups, whatever, they focus on the 80% that is not producing, and they're like, look at all of these people, look at these 80% of the people who are not doing what they need to be doing. And they forget that 20% of their team is going to carry them through. So if we keep in mind If we keep in mind, okay, no matter what we do, there is going to be, that is just the statistics, there's going to be 20% of our people who are hustling and 80% who are there. So what do you do with that? So first of all, you give attention to the ones who are working. Work with the willing. Work with those who get it. Because a lot of times what happens is if you see potential in somebody, like in that 80%, you see potential and you keep trying to pour into them and give them, you know, put that motivation in them. Yes, you can do that. And there are, I think as a leader, yes, that's part of your job. But there are some people who just aren't going to get it. And you can't, you can't put motivation in someone. You can't put drive in someone. And so for the ones who are motivated and who are driven, 
You go to those people and you say, hey guys, we're going to hustle. We're going to focus. We're going to move on to the next level. And you give them your attention and you require that 80%. So for example, if you're someone, let's say, for example, if you're in network marketing and you're like, hey, I only have so many hours in my day to pour into people. Guess what? If someone wants your time and your attention, you require it of them. You say, hey, if you complete this, this, and this, then you can get on a one hour call with me or something like that, where it's requiring them to put in the time and the effort. And for those who are your 20%, you give them goals. You say, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to reach for this. And you work with those who are willing. And so we have to remove the emotion. I've talked several times on my podcast about removing the emotion of things taking the emotion out and just doing that. And this is one of those areas where you have to take the emotion out. You have to know 80% of the people are just going to be there. But you take the emotion out and you focus on the ones who are willing. So that's the first mistake is that people are too focused on the no's. And it's also the same thing with like, if you are reaching out to people, you're going to get 80% of the people are going to tell you no. Hey, I'm not interested. Nope, don't want to be a part of that. No, thank you. And if you let that bother you, it can be a roadblock and it can be something that can stop you unless you have the mindset that prepares you to say, oh, I remember Monique told me 80% of the people are not going to be my people or 80% of the people are not going to be, you know, going down the same path and you prepare yourself and you just move forward. You just keep doing the things that you need to do to move forward. So that's the first thing. The second reason why if you feel like, hey, I'm doing everything that I know to do to succeed and to do well and to motivate my team and all of this, why aren't they moving? Why aren't they um, going on to the next level? Or why do I feel like they're not following? Maybe you feel like you're doing a great job of leading, but you don't feel like people are truly following, um, you know, what it is that you are doing. So that so number 2 is i want you to ask yourself do i in whatever business you have if you're leading a family whatever it is do i have a vision for where i want to go next and where i am taking whoever's following my business my team my family do i have a vision on where i want to go next so real quick story is if you follow Steve Jobs, like if you follow kind of his life story and um, how he created Apple and all of that, one of the things that was really unique to him is he was very innovative and he was very clear on his vision. He had a very clear vision of creating something and taking people to where they have never been before. And if you study and if you look at his life, he had a ton of haters. They were not, they did not get his vision. They did not want to be a part of that. Or I don't want to say they didn't get his vision. They didn't see um, for themselves until he was able to paint a picture and show them, hey, this is what I've envisioned in my mind. This is where we're going. And because his vision was so compelling, he was able to bring people there with him. Another similar story is if you study about Kennedy and how President Kennedy, one of the things that he said, I have a vision of what's going to happen is we are going to put a man on the moon. We are going to do that. I have a very clear plan. This is what we're going to do. And everybody else needs to come along with me. And guess what? He did not give up. The country did not give up until it happened. So if you are someone that you're like, I don't know what my vision is. I don't know what my mission is. I don't know where I'm going. I know I'm going somewhere, but I may not have a clear vision. If you yourself 
don't have a compelling, clear vision statement, that's the first thing that needs to happen. And if your people, like if someone were to reach out to, to someone in your team or in your, in your business and say, hey, what's the mission or what's the vision of what you guys do? And if their answer is like, mm, I don't know, I mean, I think it's something like this, but I'm not really sure. If they have any hesitancy or any doubt of the clear vision of where you are going, of what the next step, the next level that you are going to, if they have any doubt or hesitancy with that, then your vision is not compelling enough. So you need to go back and you need to meet with your team, meet with your family, say, hey guys, as a family, like where do we wanna be? What are the things that we wanna do? What's the legacy we want to live? What are the, what's the big picture? How can we use our gifts and our talents to serve and to do and to pour and to use our platform? So taking advantage of the fact that other people who are on your team, they can be part of that. And if they are part of that vision, if I say, hey, to my kids, if I say, hey, guys, as a family, we are going to make a decision. So we did something we did over, I won't tell you what it is, but something during um, when the quarantine started, we decided that we were going to do a little something um, to help families in different ways. And so we came together and we came up with this one thing that we were going to do. And everybody was on board and, every, and they were looking forward to it and they were part of the plan because we brought them in and said, hey guys, let's do this together. And so when you think of a way that you can bring your team in on that vision, get everybody on board and say, hey guys, this year in 2020, before December 2020, we are taking our team and we're moving to this level. Get everybody on board, get a Zoom call, get a call, get a regular phone call, um, and share with people how you see them being a part of that and they will come on board. So a lot of times when we lack vision, one of the reasons why people leave is because they don't know where the leader is going. They don't know what they're following. You might be confusing. and. It also might be like in your mind, you may feel like, hey, I know what our team vision is. I know clearly where we're going. But if you ask them, can they repeat that to you? Because when people see a strong leader, they will follow. When you're like, hey, I know where I am going. If you guys want to be part of this, jump on board. If they see somebody who's a clear leader, they're like, yes, I want to be a part of that. So ask yourself, am I that leader? Where when someone sees me, they know clearly what I'm doing, what I'm a part of. Of, and they want to be a part of that. So you guys, um, thank you so much for hopping on. So next week, I'm going to have next week's podcast. I'm going to tell you a funny story about a flight that we took and some thoughts I had from that. So you guys have a wonderful day and I will see you on next week. Hey friend, thanks so much for listening to the Fierce Identity Podcast. I'd love for you to stop and do two things right now. Number one, subscribe to our podcast so that you can make sure you get an update when the newest episode comes out. Secondly, share this with a friend. And I would love for us to stay connected. You can always go over to MoniqueScript.com for all the ways that we can be in touch. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, or you can be part of our Fit Sister community. Until next time, keep making a kingdom impact.